0: welcome and thank you for joining us for another episode of the how for her human expansion realized podcast these podcasts are the creative artistry inspired by our weekly gather for her conversations that take place in real time they are the culmination of co-created and harvested wisdom that is palpable during these gatherings around our virtual fire Our hope is that in a practice of deep listening with us here you will feel our hands at your back in the journey of realizing your own personal expansion, leaving each listening experience with a spark that ignites your how. This week our hosts get together to unpack the content and wisdom of our most recent fire circle in April, where the theme was One Family. They chat about the messages that rang most clearly, the teachings most profound, and what it means to be present at the fire.
1: Shar's founding sentence that brought us all here was what are you ready for that's always the question that she'll ask and so from a place of direction if we're if we're all in practicing our faith muscle following the direction we are ready to gather safely at the fire and just start and in our gathering we will f- feel safer doing what we're starting that's what I hear
2: Yeah, I want to pull a few threads um, through that I think also emerged, um, yes, community and gather and gather at the fire was evident, but also gathering at the fire so that you have a community that has your back so you can go forth and do your big work in the world. And when I say big work, I don't mean that it has to be, um, that it has to be, overly visible or, uh, or make you famous. um, Like, but, but actually your big work, your calling in the world. And because one of the things, of course, being a systems thinker, um, that emerged for me, when Mark Brand said, we have to, like, we have to stop sleepwalking and be complicit with systems that are not serving world that we that that we have to be the disruptors the change makers the um not the destroyers but the 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 agitators and the fire of this of of those systems and so when I think about it, there were some things that really came to me and and so the notes that I, that I took around that were and they, these were echoes words there or they're a um, compilation of some of Echo's words, and that is gather, listen, and hers were learn, teach, learn, teach, right? Gather, listen, learn, teach, and that's ongoing cycle, and that that's what transforms us to do our big work. So one of the things that Mark said, he said, broken systems require fuel. Stop fueling. Like, like we're we're called to 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 light a f- like light that fire to gather at the fire and say we're gonna stop fueling, uh, fueling a fire that's not serving us and gather around the fire that is. So the that's that's kind of where I went. Of course, again being a, being a systems thinker, that this fire circle again i don't want to i don't want us to get caught in the the um the action bit or the the doing bit but really into the being being your big beautiful brave self in your work at the fire and powerhouse being the hands at your back so that you can go do that so that you can being so that you can go do and again, those of us who are linear minded often think, oh my gosh, that means I got to do more. No, that's not about being more. If you, if you follow the trail, follow the tracking that Tina just talked about, um, about the, uh, the grief and the rest and the
3: community,
2: all of those things lead us towards being our big being our big, beautiful selves
3: yes all of that um was beautifully said uh, both tina and um, christina and yes the broken systems uh, require fuel really uh, hit home for me it goes back to what you pay attention to um, um, is what you bring into the bring into your reality and so if we're fueling uh, a broken system then what do we expect right so we, we need to be putting our attention to um, where, where we want what we want for our, our future, and so that goes back to conscious breath, which was an intention.
4: I'm curious, and and our idea is that uh, we as co hosts, with your help in in the chat, we start to unpack the fire circle, and uh, and next week we we actually wisdom circle and to really have this deeper conversation of okay, you know. And, okay, and, um, a few reflections of my my own, um, the reason, and it just kept getting reinforced, but I really wanted to start off with a reminder about how important it is, the concept of story, how important shifting our narrative is to change making. So we've lived in a, you know, for the past decade, we've lived with, uh, um, many, many great leaders, um, trying to heal the world, trying to solve the problems of the world without shifting the narrative. And, uh, it did get threaded throughout that balance of healing to create the solutions. We need healing to reimagine the solutions we need and, um. I uh, I was shaken to my bones by Echo's father's story, um, and it reinforced to me. I, I was I was fine until the the blue station wagon, and then I totally lost it. Um, it reminded me of the conversation we had with uh, Marina Lukovic from from Canada Helps about we we cannot rebuild our country <clears throat> or turtle island on uh, without healing the past and somehow we we've been born into a culture that's forgotten so we're trying to build our economy and build our society on on a on a, on a very broken system um, yeah, I, I, the feeling I had the experience that I had, um, as I observed, uh, what took place was very much, um, I, I want to feel the, the palpable experience of reconciliation in action, reconciliation in action, healing to be better, healing to remember. It's not healing to do more, it's healing to unite, healing It's almost like when you're a little kid and you play that game where one of you has a blindfold and the other kids are around and you're trying to direct the kid with the blindfold to make it through an obstacle course. By making noise, by little hints, by a little bit of guidance. No, nope, we're over here, little over here. I think sometimes in our humanity, we, and in listening to the collective wisdom coming through, I take that as our experience of life. You know, we've been living with these blindfolds, thinking that this, this is life. This is the experience we've been born into. And there's all these clues and hints and feelings and palpitations. And there's so much more available to us. It's dropping in all the time, but we have to be ready to see it. We have to be ready to experience it. And it's easier to be ready with a group of <laughs> Strong, like-minded people around you—it's not as scary. Um, yeah, that's that's what came through for me.
3: I also think it helps to raise that vibration faster, right? Um, that frequency when we're when you're with like-minded um, souls uh, on that journey. And so, if we want to raise the frequency of the planet, um, then we 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 have to. Um, reconcile the past, and it's much easier to do that collectively.
2: And, and I think it needs to be done both, co- both person like individually and collectively. And uh, one of the things that that I said in the invitation is that all your bits are welcome here, and and this is like bringing our shadow into the light. Like it is shame and fear that. Um, and, and and all of the all of the things that we try to 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 suppress that actually create create disease personally and collectively um they create uh um, violence poverty like all of those things are 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 connected um to hiding Um, And not telling the truth and keeping those those dark places um, in the dark instead of exposing them to the light in a safe way. So, again, collectively and individually. And so this comes back to our community um, and holding safe space, which our fire dancers um, and our, our facilitators did so beautifully like um, they did a beautiful job of collecting the wisdom and holding space and you could see it on their face and feel it that it it came from just there was so much love and so so much um intimacy That was brought in into the room and that's the place where we can actually own our shadow side and and not just the the best bits that we want to show to the world but actually the um the 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 bits that that bring us shame and fear and anxiety
3: yes being vulnerable allowing the vulnerability of ourselves to be seen by others yeah
1: I want to say, um, you know, I think a conversation many of us are in these days is, is around what imagine, imagine a world where we didn't judge either side, if you will, of our being. Imagine a world where shadow didn't mean dark or dark didn't mean bad and light didn't mean better imagine like when we look at this conversation of whole being and whole self and bringing a whole self to the table, imagine a world where, where we are that welcoming that when I encounter your shadow side, I don't even see it as shadow. I just see it as, Oh, there's that part of her. There's that part of her that I know. Oh yeah. I know how to work with that part of her. Imagine, imagine, um, and then the other piece uh, that came up for me Sharon when you said the word vulnerability is um you know some ways people look at vulnerability i'm not sure how i feel about it yet it's still kind of on the move for me is that our vulnerability is our strength and um and i could really i could really feel that in in mark brand um actually i could feel it in probably every every person who shared but for me he was the one where the vulnerability and echo actually where it was so integrated into their breath of being that it didn't it didn't it didn't shine like vulnerability it it was like it, it was just like and and this is it man and it wasn't even this is it like presented for all of us to accept it was just like and and this is how i move through the world and there was such, um, I'm not so sure that vulnerability is the power source as integration of all parts makes the fire brighter in each of us. Um, yeah, that really resonates for me. I'm curious what comes up around that.
2: Um, and uh, and actually, Tina, th- that your show that started the, the fire circle, actually sort of brought those like the ancient um, ancient stories right like it was the integration of of all of that both like personally and ancient stories right because what you're talking about is integration of the story so uh, I mean your your performance, was was mind-blowing not only from an artistic perspective and a storytelling perspective but a pulling the threads through history and 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 allowing those to inform what needs to be healed and what is still what's still dogging us right and what needs to be healed and that's uh that's integration i want to honor you for that and thank you for um the gift of bringing that to the fire circle. And for those of you who, who don't know, we got to watch it with Tina, the kind of the first time that she saw it. And it there was this electrification in the room. Uh, the experience was quite uh, electrifying. And I'm so grateful that, because uh, I suspect everybody had that, that experience, the, the electrification,
1: hey? <laughs> Thank you for that, Christina. Um, <clears throat> you know, our work now is is to take what we've, what's, what's woken up over the fire and to lead with it in our lives. And um, if I can be the ex- um, demonstrator model, <laughs> right? Like cats out of the bag, man. Like the work I do in the world, there it is. Okay, And now what? Right. And for me, um, and, and I'm saying this as a demonstrator model so that we can all do this, like what what woke up in me from not just doing it, which is the artistic process, right, which wakes up your own inner power and your own permission and all of that. But then when it's shared and then I start to see how it's impacting people and how it's potentially impacting the world then I say as a leader, my job now is to do that. And it goes to the piece that Shar was speaking to around healing and what's on the move for me is I trust the next stone in my garden or the next fire for me is my work is actually about storytelling, that's what I do. And now I know how I do it, you saw it. But what it's actually about is saying, I'm sorry, and and modeling for the world a really charged phrase of what empathy embodied might look like. And in that particular atrocity that I chose to name in that one-to-one story, it's 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 modeling what I'm sorry looks like even if I wasn't the one that did it and that's my work in the world that's my offering in reconciliation as a storyteller
2: that is so beautiful tina and and it demonstrates i i think what we care about i I've, i have actually stood by the ocean and wept And said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry we've polluted you. I'm sorry you're full of plastic. I'm sorry for what we've done. And that is like, what are, wow, what do we need to say sorry to? Thank you, thank you for sharing that. And I'm curious about what's emerging for Shar and Sharon in that.
3: Well, for me, it's the same thing. I look at the work that I do with uh, with Diva, and and why I do the work with Diva, and it's to help raise indigenous Indigenous women, and um, because of of the um, the colonization that has happened, and so um, even though I have um, been a part of that. uh, atrocity, I've, I've experienced it myself. Um, I still am part of uh, generations past that have been the, the perpetrator. And so I too s- still have to acknowledge um, my part in it um, intergenerationally and and um, and my way of saying sorry is by being the voice for Indigenous women, by realizing um, what they need or helping them to realize or trying to figure out what it is they need to help um, them move forward with their lives in a positive way.
4: Yeah, I'm I'm curious where this is taking our guests in in the chat for sure. Um, I will reflect on the the story to finish that thread. Um, And then I have a couple of questions for Tina and I would like to open it up to folks uh, now as well to ask, uh, your guidance and direction of where you'd like to see things move next. Um, my, when I think about, um, what I'm sorry for, I think you've experienced me enough to know, you know, uh, where, where my heart opens right up. Um, I live under the context of my life is a total gift. Um, and I am sorry for all of those specifically children to be quite honest with you, um, who are, um, in circumstances that it is a little harder to find the gift in their life. Um, I think about indigenous children, uh, particularly in the foster care system uh, Indigenous children that are far too young who claim their lives by suicide. And, um, yeah, I think that that is, um, the fire that's in my belly to never take a moment of my life for granted and to say, um, sorry (laughs) for systems that have failed, um, those children. And how do we heal those systems around them? Because the inside voice in me usually says, where the hell are all the adults here? Tina, I I want to um, ask you two questions, if I could. Um, One is about process, the process that you undertook and the other is around the um, actual performance or expression of it because I think there might be a learning we're all artists of impact in this room Um, when I think about your like living through your process the word that comes up for me is um, clarifying distillation of what's most important to you when I think of your expression of it, your public expression of it, it, I think about your, that's your opportunity to fully embody the clarified distillation of what is most important to you. And I'm wondering if you could share uh, from your perspective, what the process, as well as the actual expression of it mm-hmm. performance, <laughs> sure you could have performed it in your living room to your sons right but you chose not to and i believe that it will go much further and there's reasons yeah okay
1: um and i know we're going to unpack this in a big way right in our next gather where i'm on the hot seat about artists of impact so i'm going to frame my answers around the fire circle and the leaders listening to this around what it has meant for me as a waking up the leader because I think that even this morning as I was writing a email to the team I could hear Shar's voice in my head I, cu- I couldn't hear what the words are because I've been around her so long now that I just hear her presence And the presence of, like the question of, are you showing up here, Tina? Are you showing up in service here, Tina? Are you showing up as a leader here in service, Tina? Are you willing to take a risk here? And then I could hear myself and go out on the skinny branches and lead. I can go out on the skinny branches in my metaphorical artistic world. And that—that that is a big, I can share bits about that in the next one. But from a leadership perspective, I think it goes back to your word, Char, of distilling. And um, in practice, like a fire circle, you can only see from the stone that you're on or this, or the fire that you're in, all in. What it by doing that, by surrendering to that, and actually truly practicing faithful following, my I could actually hear my leader. And if you've ever worked with me as a writer, you know that as a in when we're in book language, I'm like, yeah, you're going to have like three or four voices show up. Don't worry about it. Eventually, they will integrate. And, uh, and the voice of my leader showed up. And that voice is, is new to me. And not that I don't know how to be out in front and not that I don't know how to say, Hey, everybody follow me, but leading like really, what am I in service to? And I, and so, um, I'm not sure I'm getting to your answer, but I'm, I'm, I am wanting that's, that's where I am in the process. And that's what the, the, The decision to follow the impulse and then to follow that impulse fully and to consistently check in with who is this for? Who is this for? Who is this for? Who is this for? And there's nothing wrong with making it all about you in the beginning. Because until we listen to ourselves, we have nothing to offer. We're not embodied yet. And that's that healing part. So I would say, from a leadership perspective, It started with listening to myself and honoring that. And then it started, then it it was listening to the artistry or the offering in connection to myself and honoring that. And then it was giving it away. And now, and honoring that, and now it's how am I going to lead in the world with this and honoring that. So that's where I am in my process. And that's what I would invite every single person on this call listening to this what are you leading and if you don't know that's okay what do you need to heal because that's probably what you're leading
2: i often um i often say we teach what we need to know right (laughs) when i think about the the again from echo the the listen like learn teach learn teach right we um we're in the process we're in the process of healing ourselves and healing the world like it's it's simultaneously it doesn't happen first right like you don't know, get healed and then you go out and heal you're it's an ongoing iterative process and um, sometimes there is a a desire to wait again till we have it all together and all the bits of us are healed and instead of actually going out into the world and, and doing that iterative process knowing that you know going back to what sharon said that that we're vulnerable and we're we're bringing ourselves to a place of vulnerability and so when i hear you talk tina that's the like you're doing that your work that's how it showed up right is that you're healing that and you're and you're healing the world at the same time. And so we got to bear witness to that. And that's beautiful. And
1: I think I just clicked into <laughs> <clears throat> Char's st- sentence. You know, the sentence she always offers, that we don't need more broken leaders. We need, need more healed heroes. So I want to go back to that. That sounded pretty hard. That thing that I said is until we listen to ourselves, we have nothing to offer. And so mm-hmm. the leader speak of that is we don't need more broken leaders. We need more healed heroes. And that's what I'm speaking to. Yeah, I love that. Christina, thank you for that clarification. And then your voice in my head, Char, which haunts me.
4: <laughs> I'm OK with that. Um, I wanted to, to, to give just a little more context, and then I'm going to tie it in with uh, with something from Mark Brand that I hope ends up being the, the takeaway. Um, I, if you, you know, if you've walked beside me for a few years, you'll know um, as an athlete, it's always most fun to have something to train for. And I've often wondered why there isn't something about around, I've often wondered why there's not an Olympics for leaders. I've often wondered that, like the most important thing out there, you know, decision making that's going to lead our planet. And then... There's nothing to train for. There's nothing to up level for. And I've always been astonished by that because obviously the Olympics has raised the caliber of athletics over the years. So it's just never made sense to me. Um, I do believe that a role that that an annual fire circle gathering could play is um, the leader Olympics. And what I mean by that is what if there was an opportunity once a year to have something to train for, for no one else but yourself? So in the next 12 months, this is where I want to enjoy the experience of my life. This is where I want to up-level. This is where I want to breathe into. And um, and when I check in with my you know with 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 my gang with my tribe with my fellow change makers in 12 months this is what i'm going to celebrate this is the impact i'm going to celebrate the contribution the refining the distillation and understanding of my gifts of what i've been able to learn and teach and learn and teach and unlearn and let go of and I do, um, believe that that is what drives me to continue to, um, to trust that there is a higher purpose for the fire circle than we are even imagining right now. Than we're even imagining, we actually can't even grasp the possibility and potential of a fire circle. If we choose, cause we're humans, we get the choice. If we choose to um, <clears throat> to use it for its highest purpose and our greatest good, collect individually and collectively. Um, so, in saying that, I'll tell you the little story about Mark Brand. Um, and again, when we start planning a fire circle, we don't know how the pieces will fit together. We don't know. they just, they just do. And it's that it's the collective flow of all of the contributors <laughs> from the fire dancers to the filming to the tech work to the you name it. It's everybody that creates a fire circle. So, my takeaway from Mark Brand was this is a gentleman that can do anything. He is so capable in terms of business and leadership and change making. What he's choosing to do, what brings him the greatest joy of his life is to cook, to be a chef. When you ask him and dig deep enough around, so keep that in mind, on one side of the dance floor is, his greatest joy is being a chef. On the other side of the dance floor is his why his ministry his i'm sorry so you know so to speak what is he here to heal if you ask him that or if you've heard his talk you already know the answer and that's poverty i'm here to heal and to solve the system and not fuel the broken system i'm here to solve and heal the the broken system of poverty So he puts those two together. He gets asked to speak all over the world and he says, yes, I will. I'll come and talk at your conference. I'll come and do this. I'll come and do that for sure. Um, however, in, in addition, I would like to, to cook. I would like to prepare food. And while I prepare that food, I'm going to talk about poverty and if possible, we're going to share that food with the community that's, that's here. Cooking to heal poverty, the, the distillation, the total distillation through a fire, because that's what helps us to distill about exactly who he is and what he's here to do can be summarized in three words. Mark Brand's gift of life, cooking to heal, to, cooking to heal poverty. That's it. So I encourage you as leaders to start to think about let go of all of the distractions of what it's not and dance into the simplicity of what it is and why you're here and what you're ready for next challenge yourself to create your braid with hands at your back through powerhouse and decide what you're going to do, what, what what part of the leader Olympics you're going to train for for next April and, and let's go there because you know what, that's just fun, that's just play for me, that's fun and that's what we're here to do. That's what I took from Mark Brand's talk.
3: I would like to just add that. Um, and yeah, um, same thing. Char, uh, very powerful um, fireside um, chat. Very powerful. I learned a lot from him in, in that little bit of time. And I'm very enamored. Um, anyways, um, what I wanted to say is that, you um, while you're trying, to, while everybody's trying to figure out what it is that they uh, should be doing, not to fret about the doing so much, because um, this leader path, um, it's about the journey. It's totally about the journey. This is this is what we're do, what we're up to in the world. It's the journey. It's not the getting to there, and then and then then everything is going to be uh, better the leader path is the journey. The journey is, is the, the way. Oh my gosh, Sharon. I love
2: that. Thank you. <laughs> and you know, what comes up for me is actually art. The artist, um, Mark Brand is a chef. That's art. Tina X. She's an actor and a writer. That's art. We're all if you think about everybody that was involved in the fire circle, it's all them living into their artistry and their artistry of 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 leadership and how they show up and it's living their art. Um I one of the things I think that all made us gasp was when the gentleman who painted yeah. the um butterfly that w- when he and when he said and this is I think an important message for all of us to digest when he said the butterfly does not look back at the caterpillar with shame, but with gratitude, right? So this comes back to healing. It comes back to healing, using our art art to heal in all the ways that um, the artists are bringing healing and leadership um, into, the, the athlete's a leader, or is an artist, right? right, Char? right? <laughs> it's all it's all about um, leading with with our artist self
1: we are all artists I want to put that really plainly there are no silos of our being we are all artists all artistry is is the impulse of creation that's it that's it you got an impulse to make an offer that's artistry so it's the, I, I, I love this. What's developing the artistry of leadership. Bam. What's your artistry? People, all of us gathered. What's your artistry? And if you don't know, it's okay. What does it feel like? Do you bake the best bread ever? Side story. I, I, short, because you know, I could go on. Um, I remember dating this guy when I was like 19. And uh, you know, when you're 19, right? You're just so idealistic. Oh my gosh, if we could just go back to that. And I remember him saying to me, I'm going to move to Pender Island and I'm just going to bake bread. That's all he wanted to do. Go work in a bakery and bake bread. And I know that that bread wasn't about baking bread. It was about healing through nourishment. Like, what's your artistry? What's your artistry?
4: I have a little side story as well that ties into the, the caterpillar and the butterfly story. And, and it's just a little like um, tidbit that you, you can look up and, and um, double check my facts, but uh, pro tennis player Roger Fedoroff did not grow up as a child prodigy. He actually used to play soccer. He's dabbled in a number of things It wasn't until a bit later in his adult life that he really started to excel in in tennis. So I also want that to me, that is um, cocooning, cocooning, being the caterpillar, preparing, 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 preparing. And you'll notice on the Powerhouse website, we use the word prepare. We don't use the word leadership development. La, la 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 it's like we're helping you to prepare to prepare to prepare to prepare and then when you're ready when the time is right butterfly right which is why i loved gideon so much and uh and dibs on the painting
2: And the thing about the thing about caterpillars is um, the caterpillar actually dissolves and it becomes soup, right? Um, b- before the transformation, and sometimes, you know, depending on where where you are, um, there are times when you're soup, right? And so recognizing that um, that 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 is a place and that it's part of the process, the process of of, of healing. So wherever you are. as as Sharon said, on the journey, in the process, is exactly where you need to be. And so don't look at it with shame. Look at it with gratitude and love.
1: I also want to jump in on this conversation of healing. I don't know if you've ever been here, but I remember hitting a point in my life where I was like, I am so done healing, I'm done and obviously I, it wasn't about how I'm done. Like there's nothing more to do. It was just, I was actually tired of healing. I was actually exhausted and I needed to get to a place where I'm like, I am not reading another self-help book. I'm not going to another workshop. I'm not, I'm not investing in another mentor. I am done because at that time I was self-identifying as broken. And so I want to acknowledge that part on the process too, that that yes, we're yes, we we're goo, and yes, we we butterfly, and yes, we go into the cocoon. and in your artistry, to remember that as you heal, it's that piece of looking back at the caterpillar, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm the butterfly right now. Yay, And I will be a caterpillar again, but in a different arena. and when we when we finish the the cycle of healing of one thing, we don't actually ever have to go back and self-identify as that you'll know it's healed when there's peace inside of you and uh, to pay attention to uh, you know how the healing process feels for you because we can get obsessed with healing like we're broken
0: as always we are so grateful for your deep listening with us we want you to know that there is a community here that you may not know about yet We gather virtually every Wednesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time for these live conversations and we call it Gather For Her. This is the place where we begin to weave our individuality together to remove silos and place our hands at each other's backs for activated, intentional action towards a world we all want for 2030. Where we prepare for a better world. When you're ready, we're here. Find us at powerhouse.com and get social with us on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. If it feels right, you can support this inspired wisdom through Patreon at patreon.com slash powerhouse. Until next time, keep listening and know we're always here, ready to gather with you.